Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Third down and nine. Redskins bus get to the 35-yard line. Haskins in trouble, wrapped up. Down he goes. Dunny Clark. Oh, man, it's just... Honestly, I, I I really don't even know what to say. Uh, you know, my mom she called me, she was crying. My brother he's so excited. I know my I know my dad's probably he's feeling it right now, but um, just I'm just blessed. Those are the words of Kenny Clark. He's now got a contract, and uh, he is. He's a guy that's, uh, well, he's he's going to be uh, dealing out some cash. Not a bad way to go when you talk about some of the guys around him. Uh, that being said, Mike Clemens, our own guy that's got plenty of cash, and he's dealing that out, I'm sure. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Mike Clemens now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Mike, great stuff for the Packer reports and for the Packers training camp coverage, and Kenny Clark is now a rich man. He is. It was an interesting situation because – We've been talking about he was on the next to-do list for Vice President of Finance, Russ Ball, for almost the last year or so. And you knew that this kid was underrated, very talented, that if he went into free agency, it was only going to cost you more. Then the pandemic hit. Then the, then the league starts talking about, wow, if we can't complete a season, we may have to roll back the salary cap, which would affect contracts. And, and those, everything was kind of up in the air for some of these agents. Kenny Clark... You know, comes from a very poor family. His father was accused of murder. Some guy shot outside of a liquor store about 15 years ago, and his father was holding a pistol at the time, swears that he wasn't uh, guilty. He's tried to appeal that case, so he's still doing something like 50 years in prison for second-degree murder. Kenny couldn't co connect with him because of the COVID restrictions, but... You know, we talked to him about getting that deal, signing that deal. He, was, he said he was so nervous, his hands were shaking. But this deal, they were talking about it through the year. It came together late Friday night, $70 million over four years, a $25 million signing bonus. And we asked him, when did the Packers, when did Russ Ball finalize this deal uh, with him this weekend? Yeah, so last night, I'm, I was asleep. I went to sleep at like, I got home at like 6 or something like that. I went to sleep at like eight and my they, my mom and, and my agents were blowing up my phone 
I woke up and um, I woke up at like 12. I called him back and it was like, man, we got to get this deal done. Like, you know, I, I, I was asleep and, you know, we talked about it. He went through the numbers, uh, went through went through everything. And um, just I was just like, man, let's let's do it. You know, I'm willing to do it. And then this morning we had to really move fast because we were getting ready to go out there and practice. Uh, you know, Coach and Russ and everybody uh, just, you know, congratulating me. I signed. Like, when Russ gave me the contract to sign, I was shaking. I'm shaking his hand. I'm shaking his stuff. I'm like, I didn't know what to say, man. So, got out to practice. A couple people already knew already. And then, you know, Coach Payton that brought us all up. Uh, said, you know, I, got, I just got paid or whatever. And, you know, it was just, just everybody was just happy, man. It's just, just the family here. I love it here. Uh, love the guys here. Love playing, playing with everybody here. And I was just excited about being on this team. Good to not only get Kenny locked up, now they got to set their sights on the next target, whichever that may be, but even Aaron Rodgers had high praise for Kenny Clark. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people feel that maybe Kenny, Kenny is underrated, you know, uh, should have been higher ranked as the NFL's top 100 players, those kinds of things. Does it have to do with the market? Does it have to do that, you know, he's, he's taken up by double teams and triple teams and doesn't make the splash plays? And Aaron Rodgers, you know, was asked if – if he thinks Kenny Clark has been underrated in the league at nose tackle. Yeah, I think Kenny sometimes has been an underrated player for us over the years. He's such a solid uh, solid force inside. I think he's, his game has expanded every year. Um, his ability to pass rush, I think, has been the biggest jump. He's always been really stout at the point of attack in the run game and quick enough to shed blocks. Um, but I think, you know, he's lived uh, outside of the ball in, in – mild uh, anonymity i think at times you know when mike daniels was here and clay on defense kind of getting notoriety and smith brothers last year teams that play him know how dominant he can be and i have the pleasure of working out with him in the off season he's a fantastic guy you know he's a quiet guy that goes about his business the right way and uh, he's you know found his voice at times and his leadership role you know has increased over the years it's been fun to, to watch him kind of step into that uh, opportunity and you know, he's one of those guys you just, you, you know, you can count on every single week. So who's next, Mike? Uh, Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones. you got quite a few guys coming up, but those are some of the important ones. Right. Left tackle David Bakhtiari I would think would be next. And then, you know, if they re-sign a running back and Aaron Jones as great as last year, I don't know, remains to be seen. There was so much excitement about A.J. Dillon, and I'll talk about that a little bit more. But, even Matt LaFleur acknowledged that now that Kenny Clark's deal is done, it's possible you can get the Bakhtiari and maybe even the Aaron Jones deal done in the, in the coming weeks or months. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I couldn't be happier for Kenny. Kenny is the epitome of what, we, what we're all about here. He works hard on a daily basis. Uh, he, he is becoming more of a vocal leader for us and um, just really happy for him. And it, to, to your point, it does give us, you know, we got a lot of guys that are very key members to our to our team that whose contracts are, are coming up. So it definitely lets us kind of move on to the next guy. So uh, speaking of defense, Mike, they got some guys that I uh, look. They're going to need some help, and they're going to need to rely on some of the guys that haven't necessarily been able to step up in the past. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of hopes, what ifs, uh, and what could be's there. No, a lot of people watching the film of the 49ers NFC Championship game when they gashed you for 220 yards, you know, with Raheem Mostert and 
and uh, you know, 40 carries in that game. It's, it can't be just Kenny Clark. They're going to need some more help. They didn't spend it on free agency, but they got a third-round pick now. Is already, I think, entering his fourth year, and that's Montrevious Adams and 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 Ty Summers. You know, like the, the kid that was a rookie last year. You interviewed him a couple of times on your Friday night show. Um, inside linebacker, Montrevious, a defensive uh, lineman, Matt LaFleur, on his expectations for those guys. Ryan Wood. Yeah, I'll start off with Mon first. Um, certainly, we have high expectations. He's a very talented guy. Uh, he, he always gives great effort. It's just we got to make sure that he knows what to do. That that's We've got to be able to trust him to put him out there, and I think he has. There's no doubt about it. He knows it as well as – as all our coaches, it's a big year for Mon, and we're excited to see him get out there uh, because we need more depth on the defensive line. And then Ty Summers, he's a guy that really came in and, and proved very trustworthy in, in the special teams aspect, made a lot of big plays for us, was a consistent performer, and hopefully, a, you know, another year in this system, uh, he'll be that'll be able to translate onto the defense side of the ball as well. So let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. Mike Clemens joining us uh, live in Green Bay as we speak and uh, kind of giving us a lowdown on the Packers training camp. Hey, if you're looking for a great getaway destination, you can't go to Packers training camp, so where are you going to go to socially distance? There's two of them, Pine Mountain Resort and the Four Seasons Island Resort. You can avoid the huge crowds right now at a beautiful mountain retreat or that secluded island fun spot with a lot to do. Plus, casual and fine dining all over the place at both of those places. They've got pools. They've got saltwater pools. They've got water. They've got fishing. They've got kayaking. You name it. They have got it. And if you want to do some social distancing naturally, that's the way to go. Our friends over there at uh, the Four Seasons Island Resort in Pembine, Wisconsin, and also uh, Pine Mountain Resort. That's in Iron Mountain, Michigan, right next to the Timberstone Championship Golf Course. And there's plenty to do at both places, not involving golf. So either go to Pine Mountain Resort dot com or the four seasons wi.com and look for uh look for those great rates right now you can buy two weeknights and get one weeknight free buy two weeknights and get one weeknight free at either location right now again go to pine mountain resort.com or the four seasons wi.com more with mike clemens coming up next on the bill michael show at the 35 yard line First and goal, Eagles to the goal line, and a touchdown! A.J. Dillon takes it in for Boston College. A.J. Dillon, he has got some massive legs, and, we, you know, we, that's something that we talked about with our staff. We have not seen a running back built like that, not in my career that I've ever been around. Not great if you want to be a dancer. But, hey, if you want to be a, a running back in the National Football League, not a bad way to go when you got the big legs. Uh, Bill Michaels here. Hey, if you got too big of legs and you need to start uh, shedding a few pounds, call my friends over at Newmel Medical Center, and they help me out with the All-in-One Weight Loss Program. They can help you out as well. I'm back to working out, feeling good, motivated. Uh, hey, and it's late summer, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I weigh less than I did when I was a sophomore in high school. But trust me, they can help you. It doesn't matter what you got going on, whether it's low T, ED, or you just want to shed some unwanted pounds. All you got to do is go to Newmail Medical Center, both in Milwaukee and in Green Bay, locations to help you anywhere. Call them today, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the Newmail Medical Center. Mike Clemens, our guy from NFL Sirius Radio, doing a great job up at Packers training camp. So, Mike, uh, look, A.J. Dillon, huge calf muscles, right? 
Huge calf muscle, huge thighs. Yeah, not not great if you're flying coach, you know. <laughs> right. Yes, agreed. <laughs> On an airplane. So I want to let me give you a quick rundown of some things I saw in today's practice too. First of all, they ran a lot more team a lot more 11 on 11 than you see the second practice. I just asked Matt Lafleur about that. He said, "Yeah, you know what? We've got those two weeks in of the walkthroughs and practices, and I got a short amount of time, and I want to challenge these quarterbacks with those decisions. And so I'm not going to run that much seven on seven. Now, one guy that stood out to me on Saturday and again today is I'm looking at this kid and I'm thinking, what is that a tight end? Because he just caught another great uh, post pattern over the middle." It's number 84, Reggie Bengleton. Reggie Bengleton is the kid they picked out of the CFL. And he's 26 years old, six foot, but he, he's almost built like a tight end. He's, he's got great moves. He kind of resembles Randall Cobb in, in terms of how crisp he runs his routes. Uh, you saw Aaron Rodgers start off the offense today with a textbook slant pattern to Devontae Adams. You see Devontae working a lot with Jason Brable the new receivers coach, probably trying to figure out how they're going to avoid double teams this year. But you also saw Rodgers overthrow Devontae a couple of times on some fade routes. To me, the first team right now, they're, they're trying to get MVS going. They got 17 uh, light up wide left in Devontae Adams. They got Robert Tanyan at the tight end and 83 Marquez Valdez-Scaling. They're trying to give him all the reps. And they're also working out that right side of the line. Now, on Saturday, Billy Turner who played right guard all last year, the free agent in from Denver, they moved out of him out to right tackle first, and Lane Taylor to right guard. Today, it was the guy they signed from the Lions, Rick Wagner, the former Badger, West Dallas native. He started at right tackle, and Billy was at his right guard spot. But that'll be an ongoing competition as we get through it. And then, and then again, I see this ball go over the middle, 15, 20 yards, in between some linebackers that have dropped back and some safeties. And it's not a tight end. It's a, this number 28, A.J. Dillon, kid they picked up in the second round out of Boston College. Now, he only had 21 catches. But I remember Ben, ben Sermon, the running backs coach, telling us they like the way this kid catches the football. And we talked to Christian Kirksley, the new inside linebacker out of Cleveland, on what he thinks of looking at this running back, A.J. Dillon. You know, as, as a linebacker, you, you know, you want to – you when you want to man up and say, you know, if I see you in a hole, I'm gonna hit you up top. But when you see, when you see how big he is, you almost got to go low. <laughs> um, but then you look at, you know, his his legs. He got tree trunks, so you, you might want to think twice with that too. So um, I'm excited to see, you know, what he what he brings to the table. Um, he's he's an extremely good guy. You can see that uh, his personality um, is kind of quiet, but uh, he's all about business. So I'm I'm eager to see how he uh, plays and you know, be a one-two punch with Aaron. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I'll tell you another thing is, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, we all remember what Eddie Lacy looked like when he first got here with how big that kid's size was. But this is just even more crazy on A.J. Dillon. Even Aaron Rodgers commented on it. Yeah, he's a, he's a large, large man. You know, he walks around pretty comfortably at 250 for a back and moves really well. Um, you know, big... Uh, Big legs, big calves. Uh, he's he's a well built, uh, well built guy. You know, be exciting to see him get up to speed mentally. That's going to be his biggest hurdle, um, especially with the guys in that room who, you know, have a, uh, you know, a pretty good uh, comfort within the offense. But he's a big boy. 
Yeah, that's a lot of praise for a guy. I mean, you can even hear Aaron kind of go, Oof, hey, big dude, you know, that type of thing. Exactly, exactly. Hey, uh, I wanted to ask you as well, I mean, when you talk about Marquez Valdez-Scanley giving him the opportunities, um, you know, what's it going to take to get him and Aaron on the same page? You know, it's interesting because, um, well, Mallow sort of came right out with it and pretty much talked about that MVS had that ankle injury uh, during the season last year. It wasn't quite the same after that. They lost some confidence in space then. To me, though, it just gets down to technique. I mean, he catches this ball 50 yards downfield from Tim Boyle in the first practice. looked pretty. But then he's catching a routine ball over the middle, and, you know, it looks the term ham-handed, I mean, it's just the hands, the technique is not like it's supposed to be under Donald Driver, under Jordy Nelson, under Devontae Adams. The, the hand te- technique is just not there like it needs to be, even though he's 6'4", and he's got all that great speed. Now, there was a time last year where uh, Lucas Patrick was a guy who stepped up and was able to play safe, uh, center when Corey Lindsley needed some time. And it's like, how about this? Here's an undrafted guy that's now going to start the game and Aaron Rodgers said, you know, I went to him about a year or two, and we sat down, and I told him, don't worry about this and that. Here's what you can do to, to make the field, because you're a smart football player. You can make it here. And so we wondered if he, if Aaron Rodgers had the same talk with MVS. And I'll tell you, Aaron's not going to tell that story until he sees a guy succeed, if you get with my drift. Because he knows that Mark Fuzzell is scouting, might still be on the bubble. And we asked him, if he has spoken directly with MBS on what he needs to do to improve. Yeah, I'm not going to get in any private conversations that I have with Marquez. Uh, I think he knows his, uh, his opportunities in front of him, uh, and he knows what he's got to do to uh, get himself on the field more often and, and become a contributor that we all believe he can be. Um, it does have to do with uh, confidence a little bit, but it's just, I think, continuing to work as a professional every day. And he has uh, within him – the ability to be an incredible uh, pro and, and with great practice habits. Uh, it's just him continuing to do little things. I think that's going to separate him from anybody he's competing with and give him an opportunity to be on the field a little bit more. I'm uh, I'm I, look, I hope Marquez Vada Scanlon gets on that same page. I mean, because they're desperately needing him. I think at this point, Mike, right? Well, especially when it comes to speed and then there's another thing you wonder about in terms is the playbook. You know, there was that thing last year where Aaron Rodgers pretty much admitted, boy, you know, it looked like we were running the Kyle Shanahan offense, a lot of runs, a lot of boots. And today, Aaron, by the way, you know, he handed off to the inside uh, running back, and then he carried out a fake to the second running back that looked more like the 49ers offense, and you know, that great second fake. So maybe they're trying to get back to that. But Rodgers last year admitted, yeah, there's still some pass plays and formations that I like that I feel comfortable with, that Devontae Adams feels comfortable with, that are from the Mike McCarthy playbook. So we asked him, does he still want to use some of those McCarthy pass plays like he did in 2019, or would this year be all the floor plays in 2020? Well, I mean, as, as we like to say now, it's our system. You know, it's not the old system and the new system. It's our system, and there's been a great blending of a lot of concepts that we used to run and, and obviously what Matt brought with him. I think the, the beauty has been the expansion of both stuff that we used to do and, and stuff that, uh, that Matt brought with him. I think that's the kind of the jump that we're hoping for in year two is 
to build on what we did last year and then to kind of expand on it. But there's just so many minds from all different backgrounds when it comes to offense with obviously Matt being around the Shanahan's and, and McVay and Coach Hackett, you know, Nathaniel's dad, obviously being uh, one of the founders of the West Coast offense and myself being in kind of the second iteration of that offense for so many years. You know, there's a lot of fun uh, football conversation. We try not to go back too much to, you know, origins of this and that, but, you know, there's a lot of good stories in that room and and, uh, and fun conversations to kind of get us to a point where we're doing something that makes the most sense uh, within the system that we have. Uh, let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up. Mike Clemens joining us up at uh, up in Green Bay, giving us a training camp report. This portion of the program, speaking of the Packers, brought to you by good friends over there at Quick Trip, where you can uh, enter the Packers opening drive sweepstakes. You could win a 2021 Chevy Trailblazer. Enter the sweepstakes by purchasing any 20-ounce Coca-Cola product or a pothole pizza with your quick rewards card at Quick Trip. Purchase both a Coca-Cola and a pothole pizza together. You get 10 bonus entries. Each opening drive plus is going to be entered to win a 2021 Chevy Trailblazer. So every time you get uh, entered, you're good to go. But you can also have a weekly winner to get 25 bucks per yard in the Packers opening drive. How about that? No purchase necessary. See store for details. The Pothole Pizza is the official pizza of the Green Bay Packers, available at Quick Trip. We are going to wrap things up next in the Bill Michaels Show. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. be honest with you it felt very similar to like an ota practice in terms of just how quiet it can be during that time so it just felt different from training camp what we're accustomed to especially first day when everybody's excited and the fans just they're excited because they want football back and you know it's unfortunate that we're not going to have them there those awards of matt lafleur and uh, going to be interesting to, uh, you know what? It's 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 weird to have training camp without fans, but it's not like they're they've never practiced without fans before, you know, Mike. Right, and uh, like uh, Lafleur said, kind of feels like an OTA. It does it, you know, to me? You know, it feels like the old days where you know we just drove up to the booth parking lot and and walked in. There was about thirty or forty of us in the media, and that's it. There's you know, all the sponsors and the VIPs they brought in over the last 10, 12 years. And, you know, it was 300 people on the sidelines. And, you know, they got security trying to keep these players from running over them. And then, you know, a couple of thousand people over in the stands. The Nitschke field's already 12 years old, which uh, is amazing. But now, I mean, it was so quiet this morning, Bill, just pulling in. Uh, there's a, I'm in the atrium right now, uh, broadcasting from there. And I, there's about maybe 15 fans here. You see moms there with their four-year-olds. They both got the masks on. I mean, this place has taken the COVID and the face mask and the guidelines very seriously. Mm-hmm. And I asked Aaron Rodgers, you know, after that story about the undrafted kid, the defensive back for the Seattle Seahawks, who tried to sneak his girlfriend into the team hotel, into the Seahawks right. bubble, wearing the Seahawks, what was a hoodie, you know? I think that, you know, and the tip-off was she was wearing high heels at the time. But he, you know, he tried to make it look like... <laughs> He tried to make it look like she was a teammate, and they cut him immediately the next day because they got it all on security cameras. So I asked Aaron Rodgers, you know, at some point, you got to talk to everybody in the room. You know, you can trust Kenny Clark, you can trust Devontae Adams, but you got to talk to some of these kids that are here in Green Bay and staying at a team hotel that this is all a matter of trust, man. One guy screws up, 
just ask the St. Louis Cardinals how this works out. And I asked him, does he trust his teammates, young and the veterans, on following the COVID diamonds when they leave the stadium at night? Mike, I think there's got to be some personal accountability when it comes to this issue. And I don't think we need to babysit anybody. You know, this is uh, grown people who uh, need to make uh, the right decisions because we're all counting on everybody doing uh, the right thing for the group. You know, the the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one during the, during this time. And I hope guys are making the right decisions. Same time, I don't think we need to babysit anybody. It's, it's grown people who uh, have the freedom to make decisions. Their decisions have consequences, and that's what accountability is all about. It's, he's right. Look, I, I think the best thing that uh, we, we talked about this in baseball, the best thing that can pretty much guarantee a season is, you know, accountability within those locker rooms and clubhouses, Mike. Yeah, exactly. So uh, then today, now this is really interesting, though, because there's two or three things that we've talked about with Aaron Rodgers. In the last couple of times we've talked to him over the last month, and it's amazing how much he kind of gets into nostalgia and gets into his legacy. Now, a lot of it is because, you know, this year is so much different from the last 15 that he's been on. That triggers it. But listen to what Aaron Rodgers says when he was asked, so what's it been like with no fans who stands for these training camp practices? You know, whenever Favre uh, came out from the Hudson Center, you know, I saw always marvel at the applause he would get. And as I became an older player, I kind of uh, got the same type of reception. And there's just something special about jogging on the field and, and, uh, you know, getting that type of reception from 5,000 people, you know, or so standing around, uh, plus the, the folks in the stands. Uh, there's just something really special about that. And, yeah, it's strange, very strange. You know, we've had some – obviously, this is my 16th training camp, and um, riding the bikes uh, the first few years is something really, really special that we, you know, all get to do, and it's fun to see the guys come in and, and uh, you know, find their one or two bike kids that they kind of stick with. You know, my bike kid, uh, he was uh, in seventh and eighth and ninth grade, I think, when I was riding his bike. You know, now he's like 30, I think. Uh, you know, he's in a band. Him and I still keep in touch. He lives on the West Coast. So that's the beauty in the, you know, the uh, having a playing in a small town and having great traditions like that. So it is really strange. I think there's a sadness around it just because things, when, when the normalcy uh, gets radically changed, you know, you do miss, uh, nostalgically, you miss some of those really fun traditions that uh, kind of make Green Bay Green Bay. Interesting. Uh, he still stays in touch with the guy that he, he rode his bike. Uh, that's that's kind of cool that uh, they have that traditional guy, that traditional kid that they would go to. That's, that's kind of neat. Yeah, but, you know, it's also, <laughs> that means that the kid whose bike you used to ride when you were in your first three or four years in Green Bay is now a 30-year-old man out of the country right. music. I mean, you know, maybe if you're two years, maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe he is already thinking, this is the last dance that I'm moving on. We watched Jordan Love today. He is a natural thrower. He's got some good footwork. He's, you know, he's swimming right now, looking for the assignment. Tim Boyle, the, the number two quarterback, hey, they draft the quarterback. You lose all the preseason games. He's still got to be ready to play and do a Matt Flynn if Aaron Rodgers, you know, loses time in the game, trying to win a game, he's out there trying to get another job in the NFL. But the play of the day today is Aaron Rodgers keeps 
and he's looking for, I think he was trying to throw to, to Devontae Adams. There's like nobody in the zone, deep over the middle. I don't know why he was that far deep, but Christian Kirksey, the new linebacker, 25 yards down, he picks off an Aaron Rodgers pass and takes it back. So this first couple of days of practice, the defense is winning the day. Michael, always great, and uh, we'll chat again later this week. Great stuff, great coverage up there in Lambeau, okay? Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. Mike Clemens joining us for a couple of minutes. We're back at it tomorrow. We start to preview the Bucks and the Magic tomorrow. Plus, we're going to get another uh, Packers training camp report. And can those hot brewers knock off the Minnesota Twins? Until tomorrow, time for us to go. Have a good one. See you. to border the bill michaels sports talk network this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.